Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of CLI Podcast. Thank you for tuning in another day. Today we have the lovely Monique Smith, who is a influencer. Um, I've had her back in 2019 on the show and she is back to essentially give us an update and y'all will hear how much she's grown, how far she's gone. So stay tuned for Monique Smith on the other side. Have you ever wanted to start a business but didn't know where to start? I know the process can be really overwhelming because I embarked on this process over 15 years ago and had such anxiety trying to do this myself. I don't want you to suffer the same fate, so join me and let me help you confidently start and run your business with ease. Go to www.coyetta.com or you can find me on Instagram at I am Coyetta and click the link in the bio. It's that easy. Join me. Let me help you start that business. Let me help you turn your idea into a business and let me walk you through the entire process. No stress. See you there. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. We have back in the house, Miss Monique Smith. Yay, it's me. <laughs> it's She's me. back. Pause. <laughs> so Monique Smith is a, is a fashion influencer who has uh, who was on the podcast in 2019. So since 2019, uh, she's been a part of fashion. We work with many brands like Pretty Little Thing, travel the world collaborating uh, with amazing influencers like Lick My Fashion. One of your reels went viral. You made it to the shade room. You work with photographers, <laughs> creative directors. Um, most recently, you work with Mo. I'm sure that's not his full name, but he's worked with Louis Vuitton, Balenciaga. So you're out there, ma'am. What have you been up to? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's been great since our last conversation. Um, I was just ready to dive into the influencing world. And I was just like, I just need to start going crazy and just start putting in the work and effort. So um, I think it was, yeah, during quarantine, um, I was just like, let me just go full force, see what I can do. And I just spent like a whole year of just putting in so much effort and just continuously posting and um yeah the opportunities just started to come and I was like wow this is really it this is the dream <laughs> this is the dream I'm I'm so happy I'm so proud of you I mean jeez <laughs> okay so let's start from the beginning just in case um you know you're not known somewhere um tell yes. us a little more more about Monique yes so obviously my name is Monique I grew up in Canada and I was born here. Um, and I basically always loved fashion. Um, even in, when I was in elementary school, I just loved fashion. I love styling. So, um, as towards I got to high school, I was just wondering, you know, I wanted to be in the fashion industry, but it wasn't as I guess popular or there wasn't many opportunities for, I guess, younger, um, inexperienced creators to join. So, I was like, okay, let me just go to school for business and then I can figure something out into fashion. So went to college, I finished, and then I went straight into a corporate job, a nine to five, and I just knew it just wasn't for me. <laughs> and I stayed there for about almost two years. And then I was still trying to pursue the fashion stuff on the side. 
Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? Like, it's just, this is just not for me. And I just start to speak to more creative people and people, entrepreneurs like yourself and just getting more insight on that world. And I was like, yeah, like this isn't for me. Let me just try to do something on my own. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where I ended up. <laughs> and here you are today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's amazing. After a couple of years, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, how long have you been an influencer? And, and when was the moment that you decided, like, I'm going to apply pressure? Yes. Okay. So I originally signed on Instagram in the beginning. So it was like 2012. Um, I was still posting fashion looks, but I wasn't taking it seriously. And I didn't think, obviously, jobs could come out of it. And then a couple of years later, you could see that there was more influencers coming out. People started doing more paid promotions. And Instagram became this place of, like, many promotions like before it was just like posting your family and friends but then you could see a lot of people getting um, money from it so then I started looking into it and I was like wow like this is something I could actually pursue Mm -hmm. um so the more uh information I got I started researching on YouTube and this was kind of during I would say I consider myself an influencer maybe 2017 18 because this is when I was still in college but I was like okay let me just keep posting fashion looks and just see if anything can come out of it and then the pressure definitely started during quarantine because um at that time I was working, I left my corporate job. I started working like little jobs just to like get some income. Hmm. Um, and I was working at a retail store and I was in part of their management. And then of course COVID came and shut everything down. So it was like, oh my gosh, I have all this free time. Let me just research and actually dive into like the influencer world. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a journey. It has been a journey. It has been a journey. What what would you yeah. say is the difference between 2019 Monique and 2022 Monique? Wow. Um, I would definitely say just the confidence and the mindset. Mm-hmm. I think in 2017, I wasn't really knowledgeable about the influencer world. And I just took that time to actually focus on myself and focus on, you know, what makes me happy. And I just kind of went through this whole self journey of finding myself and just feeling more confident. And I feel like even if I was listening to the old podcast and I was like, wow, like I don't sound as confident. I don't sound as motivated. And just now I feel just like, wow, like your dreams are so possible. And I just completely shifted everything I believed in. And now it's like, wow, like you can really conquer you know, what you love if you put your heart into it. So yeah, it definitely was a whole mind shift. Absolutely. I love that. Um, because that's, that's one of the keys of change, right? Is to shift that mindset. And what I love about you is that you have a lot of engaged followers, not just followers, engaged followers. So yeah. Yeah. So tell me what were some of your, uh, rituals concerning your mindset? Yeah. So, um, during quarantine, um, I definitely was the first thing was changing my mindset in terms of like my vocabulary. So saying like, Oh, I think I can do this and just telling myself, no, like I can do this and this is going to happen. So just automatically saying words of affirmation of saying like, I'm this, I'm confident, I'm beautiful. I can do this. Um, And just surrounding myself with people that were like-minded because a lot of the times 
when you meet people, especially in a small city, they're kind of like, oh, like, like you could do that, but it's not really normal in this city. Like, I don't really see influencers, yeah. um, especially now. It's not, it is becoming popular now, but before a couple of years ago, there was no, no such thing of like influencers really. So um, yeah, surrounding myself with people that, you know, understood and believed in my vision was the main thing. And that way, like my mind overall was just filled with just positivity and just good vibes all around so I think that was something that definitely um, helped me in my journey awesome I love that so you (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) you have clearly evolved into someone who's sought after in your industry so what would you say was the key to being to getting sought after to to the transformation um so kind of meaning like um like how I became this or yeah. Like how to have like people started reaching out to you. What what oh what, yes. Um, what happened? Why that started? Yeah. Well, they started to yeah. you know go after you. Yeah. So in the beginning, of course, when I was like, let me start being an influencer, I didn't have the biggest platform. I think I was growing on Instagram, but I was still maybe under um like 10,000 people. Yeah. But that still doesn't mean it's not a big audience, but I just didn't really know how to communicate and like talk to my followers. I was just posting stuff just because. Um so in that stage I was like learning how I can actually pitch to different brands. Mm-hmm. So I started reaching out to people even higher in the industry like bigger influencers and just sending them a quick message just saying like, "Oh, like um I love what you're doing. I'd love to get a little bit more insight or you know, how did you get to where you are?" and just trying to get as much knowledge as possible because again it wasn't a super popular thing yeah um a couple years ago so there was no knowledge on on like youtube or even just i wasn't surrounded by influencers so i think definitely getting more knowledge was the key and then yeah when i started reaching out to brands someone would be like yeah we would love to you know send you clothes and you can just promote um, and then some brands were like, oh, like your numbers aren't there yet, but reach us, reach back out to us in a couple months. So that was a constant battle. And then the more I start to grow my platform, the more opportunities start to come. And instead of me reaching out to brands, brands would reach out to me. So then I was like, wow, okay. So there's, there's things that are happening. Yeah. And I think the more that I posted consistently, that was when I would get more photographers and different videographers just saying like, oh, love to work with you, love to see what you're doing. So I think the main thing um, when when I was getting these collaborations was the consistency because I think during COVID, that was when I was like, let me just continuously post for this whole year and just see what happens. So awesome. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, yeah, no, that's good. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get more into tips in a second, but I wanted to ask you, being that you're an influencer, you've I'm sure you've seen a couple of things heard a couple of things right definitely <laughs> yeah so what are some pitfalls that others need to be aware of in the influencer world yep so I think the key is don't lose yourself in this industry mm-hmm. it's so easy to look up at different influencers and just want their life and want everything they have but the reality is like a lot of us are sad and it's because we're constantly comparing ourselves to yeah. what we see and it doesn't even have to be influencers it could be celebrities it could just be people in general I think the generation has definitely changed Mm -hmm. and uh, during COVID it was also like we were all just stuck at home just looking at people's lives so yeah I think um, be aware of you know how your mental 
um, health is because even for me, there's some days where I'm like, oh, like I don't even want to do this. I don't, don't feel motivated. I see people reaching so much further. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely stay true to yourself. Don't get lost in the industry and um, find your purpose. I think just find what makes you happy. And I think when I was posting on Instagram, it was fun with the fashion, but then I started to pivot towards actually mentoring and helping people. And then I was like, wow, like I actually love doing this more than just posting looks. So I think I finally discovered where I need to head towards to, which is, you know, community and, and helping with people. So yeah, I think that's the main thing. Just stay true to yourself and generally, um, love what you're doing. Perfect. That, that answers my next question, which is Mm -hmm. how important is community in this process? You mentioned, um, COVID being, um, has everyone staring at everyone's live wishing and judging and how important is community? It's so important. I think it's even more important just being on your own and just collabing with collaborations with people because you find that if you're growing by yourself, it doesn't feel as fulfilling. And even though I was hitting these big numbers, it was like, I need to surround myself with people that like, like generally love me and Mm -hmm. are not here for just certain things. And just having a good balance, I think is the key. Um, Cause you can have all these perks and have all these dreams and stuff, but if you're not happy, like it doesn't even matter. Right. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So what are three things? So if I, if I said to you, Monique, I want to be an influencer. What are three things that I need to have on hand to get noticed or to work with brands? Okay. So to work with brands, I think the first thing is knowing, it kind of goes back to knowing who you are and knowing what you want to do. So for example, if you want to do workouts, you know, you can have a niche, but it doesn't have to be super specific. Yeah. Um, but just have something generally that you want to post about. Cause right now you could post about just your life and people still will grow. It just depends on what you want to talk about. So yeah, for example, if you're working out post, um, your fitness post, mm-hmm. um, but have an idea of where you want to go in this industry. Yeah. So I think that's step number one. Um, step number two is use all the tools that you have. So for me, I just use my iPhone to, um, edit and take my photos, but don't think you need all these like fancy equipment in the beginning. Just use what you have because you can make amazing content with your iPhone and just a simple tripod. Um, and the third thing I would say is, um, don't get discouraged if you're not getting brands or you're not kind of reaching where you are, because it kind of takes a while for you to kind of, um, find yourself um in this industry so I would just say don't be discouraged if you hear no from a brand or if a brand says oh well you need a little bit more numbers because again for me that was what what happened to me I kept Mm -hmm. posting and then boom like you never know when it will come so don't give up but just keep staying motivated absolutely I love that your (laughs) give me your top three um editor tools Yes. Okay. So my main one I use for um, my video content is called InShot. It is free. Um, they do have some features you can pay for. Um, I think I just pay for the year thing because it, it honestly, I use it for all my videos, yeah. but super easy for beginners and you can make quick little videos. Cause right now um, with social media, everyone's posting those, you know, the reels and the TikTok. So yeah. if you want to just put something together, 
Um, definitely in shot for sure. Um, when it comes to photos, I use an app called Lightroom. Uh, so it's Adobe Lightroom, but basically yeah. I can kind of adjust the lighting. Again, it's good for beginners. Um, you just have to play around with it just mm -hmm. to kind of get where, you know, you like your lighting and stuff like that. But there's a lot of tutorials online. Um, and the third app, I would say, I'm thinking, I'm actually looking at my apps right now because there's so <laughs> many. <laughs> um, I would say CapCut. So that's another video editing app. It's C-A-P-C-U-T. Basically, um, I use that to do little fancy transitions in my videos. But again, it's also beginner friendly. So if you have an idea of how to make a video, you can just use all the fun tools and it's free. So definitely those three are my favorites at the moment. Perfect. Love that. So <laughs> would you say the world of influencing, influencing starts on YouTube or is it Instagram or is it a, or is it a combination? I think now it's a combination before I would say um, YouTube was kind of like the beginning stages and it mm -hmm. still is. I think people say it's the most profitable because I see a lot of YouTube um, people that have been around for years. Instagram is there, but I think TikTok definitely took over that realm. So I think TikTok and Instagram keep going back and forth because they're kind of competing because yeah. TikTok obviously had the, the, the videos first and then Instagram took the videos. So yeah, I think overall, definitely try to be on every platform so you can hit every single target. Mm -hmm. um, but nowadays, I think even TikTok is becoming more popular. Um, but I think when it ter in terms of YouTube, it will always be around longer. I think that there's sustainability there in a way. Yeah. Like I, I, you always hear about, um, YouTube versus TikTok. We just heard about it and maybe something new will come in a couple of years too. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But YouTube is forever. <laughs> yeah. YouTube honestly will mm -hmm. always be here forever. So that's why I'm trying to get more on YouTube now. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you're saying is there's strategy to this. Yes definitely strategy don't um don't limit yourself to one platform I think for me I was posting on Instagram and then I realized yes you can have Instagram but sometimes brands will look for video content so TikToks and some brands will ask for YouTube videos so definitely in Pinterest there's even like so many other apps too yeah. um that people are on and it's better to hit the ones that are not as common because um, you want to try to reach as many people as possible. And even people I know post on LinkedIn and Facebook is even popular. So it's the apps that you don't think have a lot of people, but they generally have like the biggest. So yeah, I think, yeah, in terms of strategy, definitely don't limit yourself. Understood. Oops. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. There's about, um, there's about three level of influencers, macro, micro, macro, micro, and nano. Yes. Um, these are all based, based on numbers, right? So do you agree that you need a big follow? You kind of mentioned this earlier, but I'm going to ask it again and we can dive in. Yes, of course. Yeah. Would you agree that you need a big following to be influential? Definitely not. <laughs> I have seen so many smaller influencers, um, smaller meaning, I mean, I guess you would say under 10K, yeah. hit big brand deals. And I think it all comes down to what you're posting in your content. Yeah. Um, I've seen so many, um, even just 
influencers in the middle getting paid so much than in nano because I think it all comes down to your engagement and the content that you're posting because your pictures could be amazing but maybe you're just not hitting the biggest audience but that doesn't mean brands won't pay for your content so I think when I was starting out too don't get too focused on hitting big numbers because they don't always mean big money you can make so much money just being a nano or a a smaller influencer (laughs) how important is a media kit in the world of influencer uh, influencers influence marketing Yes. So media kits are important. Um, I find that sometimes brands just ask for rates now and don't really, because sometimes brands just kind of see your overall profile. So they don't really are like, oh, we need a media kit. I think when you're smaller, it's good because then you can show your different analytics. um, Because even if you're small, you could have amazing like demographic of like a certain city that they want. So I think, um, even for brands I'm working with now, sometimes they just say, oh, send a rate. But I think we have to start looking at sending even a proposal to brands yeah. instead of a media kit. Yeah, just showing an example of what you can actually offer the brand instead of, oh, these are my numbers now. So I think we're probably going to move into more of a proposal stage where you're like, oh, I can make this for a brand. I can make a series for a brand. Just kind of doing something more different because I feel like a lot of influencers now are just, you know, sending the same things, but brands need more new. They need more new stuff coming out. So, so that's what you're all about. New, new. Yes. Yes. I think now (laughs) I'm trying to, yeah, try to be new and try to be a little bit different because again, you're having so much influencers coming at you. So what's going to make you stand out? Absolutely. I don't think you'll have a problem with that, <laughs> but oh, I, do, I do understand that you yes. want to differentiate yourself from the rest. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you are super busy because it took me a while to get a hold of you. And, you know, we're like in the same family. So <laughs> I know, right? I just, oh my gosh. <laughs> can you share a few tips on how to stay organized? Because as I said, you busy. Yeah. So even for me, I definitely still struggle with being organized. I think um, knowing what's priority and what needs to get done is key. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to like for my, for my schedule, basically I wake up, always try to send my emails because that's when people are, you know, active in the days. And then at night I try to film my content. So I try to get a balance of both. But there's also days where you need to rest and, and, you know, spend time with family and friends too. So always having, a, I say like a weekly schedule, like, like Mondays do your admin stuff yeah. and then Tuesdays rest or spend time with families and then Wednesday pick it up again. So I think finding a balance and even if you have people that can help you um, as you start to get more busy, it's good. Even if you can find like a virtual assistant or just even a friend to kind of help you balance um, is key. But try not to overwhelm yourself and accepting, you know, too many things at once, but just take it day by day. Awesome. I love that because um, entrepreneurship, uh, which is what you are, can be super overwhelming. Um, and it's, it's not a task that you want to take on on your own because you could get burnt out really quickly. So quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, you mentioned mentoring. That is an avenue that you want to show up more in. Um, Do you have a mentor? Um, At the moment, I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, There is like different influencers that I see post um, like content stuff that I want to do. So there's a couple of them, but I don't have a specific mentor, but I think 
that's something I do would like to have to at least so it's someone I can look up to and kind of someone that um, will support me too. So where do you see yourself taking the mentoring aspect? Because I do know that you, um, young girls, <laughs> yes, listen up to you. They take your, uh, they run out and buy your, your tripod. <laughs> they, oh yeah, <laughs> they are very. As I said, your your audience is very engaged, very in tuned, um, and they love and appreciate everything you do. So where do you plan to take, um, to take that part of your business? Because what I'm trying to say is, people will buy and be a part of anything you're in yeah yes yes exactly um I definitely want to do so my plan is for this year I want to release a course or just something that I can have a one-on-one with maybe a couple selected um girls because that is my demographic I think it's around women from I guess 19 to 30 just yeah. I guess young entrepreneurs so just something where I can have more of an intimate connection with them um and I also want to do a master class I'm actually working on that now so hopefully that will come up by next month um but just something where I can at least spread knowledge and just talk to everyone and get a general idea of where everyone's at Um, And even if I can just help them with a couple of steps towards their goals, that would be great. Um, But it's definitely something that I want to, I guess, pursue in the long run. So I think more mentoring, more classes and just more spending one-on-one time with people. I love that. I love that. (laughs) So how do you wind down from a busy day? Today is one of your slower days in terms of, you know, you're catching up on emails Um, but how else do you wind down? Yeah. So I love to just hang out with family (laughs) and even just spend time with like friends, even if we're going for walks and just going to the gym, nothing too crazy. Cause obviously right now it's cold in in Canada. So we don't really, there's nowhere to go, (laughs) but um, yeah. Right. So that's why it's like so easy to just work all the time, but, um, yeah, just spending more time with family and friends and just getting like genuine connections with people because it's so easy to burn yourself out um and even just helping sometimes my family wants help in their field if they want me to help them film stuff um so yeah so sometimes I'm not even resting sometimes I'm just working but not for myself (laughs) right right. but honestly I love it so I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything I love that so much (laughs) so with all the influencers out there who would be uh, someone you're, you would be excited to work with? Like you're dying to work with this person. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a couple. So in Canada, there's, well, I guess the influencing world is still growing here. It's not too, too crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of people off the top of my head. Hold on, let's see. It's okay. Take your um, time. I know. <laughs> Um, someone that I recently, uh, met a couple months ago, Flaws of Couture. She is, her name's Sasha yes. on Instagram. Have you heard of her? Of course. Oh yes. Of course. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Toronto based. Um, but yeah, we recently, um, communicated over the last couple of months, but someone I definitely love to work with or just do some type of collab with would be great with her. Um, yeah. and then I recently worked with her videographer. So Um, I just love to set some type of like influencing community in Toronto up that way we can all kind of spread ideas and just work on how to grow our Canadian based influencing side. Um, 
but yeah, there is, um, there's a lot of smaller influencers I see that are doing so many great things that they just need a little push or they just need more recognition. So if I can work with those people, that would be great. I love that so much. A woman of the people. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's all about community. (laughs) So how important is faith to you in your process? Um, As you said, you found yourself in the corporate world, you knew it wasn't for you. So there must've been a level of faith for you to decide to leave corporate, work part-time and still pursue, you know, your influencer career. Yeah. So a faith takes the biggest part in all of it. I'd say, um, I think the more I even started praying more and got closer with God, it was like, he was showing my purpose and just showing like, you know, there's Instagram, but there's also helping people through this platform. So I think that's how I finally discovered, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is, I'm here to help people and build some type of community. So yeah, it honestly just continuously praying and just, you know, asking God to kind of show, because again, like in your twenties, you're trying to find yourself and just on this pathway of like, Oh, like, what do I do now? I finished college and what now? Yeah. And a lot of people are not even working in their fields now after school. So it's kind of like you're on your own, but you still need to have some type of purpose. So right. I think, yeah, every day I'm just continuously asking him to just show me the way. And just if this is what I'm supposed to do, this is it. So it's um, it's crazy. I didn't really think I would be in this. I knew I wanted to be in fashion, but I didn't know I would love to you know mentor and like build a community of people. So it's, it's honestly the best feeling. Absolutely. And that's what you are. And I would love to be a part of any kind of uh, new things you have coming up concerning that. Cause that is like uh, an area for me that I enjoy as well. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Miss Monique, thank you so much. Tell me, tell us where we can find you. Tell us what's coming up on your schedule, on your docket. Uh, how can, how can someone even work with you if they wanted to work with you? Yes. Okay. So I do have a business email. It's uh, info at Monique Smith. And there's two E's because the other one was taken. So <laughs> I was like, that's great. But yeah. Info at Monique with yeah. another E smith.com is my um, business email. So that's for collaborations or even if you need advice, um, even people can DM me on my personal Instagram, which is Monique Smith XO again with another E. Don't forget the other E. <laughs> I feel like people do, yeah. but um, yeah, even some people ask me for advice in terms of like tutorials and stuff. So I try to reply to as many as I can, but um, yeah, definitely shoot me an email if you need help um, or you can feel free to DM me. I'm on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, of course, and Pinterest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything else? Um, yeah. And just keep going. I know it's hard, especially now. And with uh, like in terms of COVID and everything that's just happened, but just keep pushing yourself. Um, you're going to find your way. I think it just takes time, but just know that everyone has a purpose. Perfect. Love it. Mm-hmm. And on that note, Ms. Monique Smith, thank you so much for um, coming back on the podcast to update us. Um, you are doing. Yes. Amazing. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you're so welcome. You're, you're doing amazing things. And as I said, I am so proud of you to see how, things were in 2019 to where they are now definitely growth and improvement and the sky's the limit girl I see you going play more places yeah so <laughs> thank you you too you too welcome. thank you again yes all right bye guys bye <laughs>
Thank you for tuning in to another great episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, as all these things help to keep the podcast alive. Take care. Until next time.